0: Cole, it is the last week here of regular season football. Next week will be championship week. But as it stands right now, it is our it is RG week rivalry game.
1: I'm so sad. Some I was up
0: here. You were up here? And then
1: your like inner monologue
0: brought me like here. I'm really sorry. Our uh our, not your
1: inner adult. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> my cold open. My cold, yes, open. Your cold open. Um some rivalries are being renewed, continued. Others are dying. We're dying, Dutch. Yep. Uh, most
1: rivalry games are still going to be played, but as it stands right now, we have quite a good bit that this will be the last weekend we will see some of these games, and we will make sure to put extra emphasis on those. Yes, matchups. it's
0: incredibly disheartening for some of these, um, but you know what? Let's go out with a bang. I Absolutely. It. My name's Cole Connor, And this is the Panther Pod. First off, guys, he's back. He's in the booth. You know him. You love him. It is JTC. Yeah. Take a week off. I had to take a night off. Take a night off after, after to mourn it was his – it, yeah, it was a good game. It was a good game. It was a good game. After the mourn, the loss of the JMU Dukes to go back and lick his wounds. <laughs> he's still in tears. He's still in tears. Jay, uh, Jay, do you have something to say for your Dukes?
1: We'll get them next year, boys and girls.
0: Go Dukes! Go Dukes! Thank you, JTC. Thank you, thank you, Jay. Thank you, Jay. Uh, so, first things first. Call new CFP rankings uh, just dropped yesterday, and uh, as it stands right now, if the If the season were to end, your one through four teams, number one being Georgia, number two, Ohio State, number three, Michigan, number four, Washington, that will change come next Tuesday because the winner of the game Will <clears throat> we'll be in the final four. The other one will will drop out. Will drop out. So, yep. you're one through four. Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and Washington. One through four in that order. And just barely getting out after Travis Hunter. Ta- not Travis Hunter. Excuse me. I made the
1: exact same mistake while we were watching the game. So.
0: Yes. Uh, Jordan Travis goes out with a career-ending. Uh, Season. Ending, uh, no, he is career-ending. He retired no. from football. His career is over. Yes. Um, very unfortunate for Jordan Travis, but a career-ending injury for the Seminole. Uh, Jordan Travis, number five, Florida State, comes in. Still undefeated. They still have a shot. I think it, they've, got, they've got to beat Florida, and they've got to beat Louisville in the ACC championship game. Uh, and they at that point, they've controlled their own destiny, and we, we've just got to wait it out and see. But one through five, one is Georgia, two, Ohio State, three, Michigan, four, Washington, and five, Florida State.
1: Number six is Oregon. They are ten and one on the season. Seven is Texas, uh, also ten and one on the season. Number eight is Alabama, still sitting ten and one. Number nine is Mizzou, Mizzou, the Mizzou Tigers, nine and two. The same Mizzou Tigers who Alabama and LSU both beat, but that's neither here nor there. Number ten is uh, Louisville. They are sitting at ten and one. It'll be interesting to see how that ACC championship game goes. Um, they could potentially be a playoff team now with that one loss on there. Uh, Depending on the outcome of the game, how Washington finishes out, yada, yada, yada.
0: Yep. Uh, Number 11 is Penn State. uh, Officially out of the Big Ten championship game. After losing to both Ohio State and Michigan, they will get into a good bowl game. Uh, Number 12 is Ole Miss. Number 13 is Oklahoma. Number 14 is LSU. Yeah. Yeah. Number 15, surprisingly, moving on up there, what a remarkable season for the Wildcats. Arizona moves up to number 15 in the CFP ranking.
1: Speaking of remarkable seasons, Owen.
0: It's about to continue this week.
1: It's about to continue this week.
0: Number 16
1: in the nation, the Oregon State Beavers. Go, Go Beavs. Beavs. Number 17, Iowa uh, sitting at nine and two number 18 notre dame notre dame sitting at eight and three 19 is k-state sitting at eight and three um 20 is oklahoma states also sitting at eight and three um, should be interesting to see um how the rest of the season shakes out for k-state and notre dame um, obviously you know you're going to get into a good bowl game at this point but you're definitely out of the playoff picture
0: Yep, uh, but <clears throat> that's all right. That's all right. Uh, Notre Dame has had quite a, a very quiet top 20 season yeah, this year. Like absolutely. Very made a lot of noise at the beginning of the season. No hype. And no hype towards the end of the season. No hype towards the end of the season. So, uh, yeah, number 21 is Tennessee at 7 and 4. Number 22 is NC State. Number 23 is Roll Wave Roll, little brother. Roll the two, wave roll. Two lane. Number twenty-four is Clemson, and then rounding out the top twenty-five is Liberty University. Go Flames! Go Flames! I'll throw one on there. The second, the second, uh, the second, the second
1: best, best program in the state of Virginia. Let's be real clear about
0: that. The second best program in the state of Virginia, because we always know that LU will take that L against JMU. No, uh, no, 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 no trash talking for uh, for for Liberty. Just stating facts here. I mean,
1: yeah. There's nothing wrong with being right.
0: That's just the bottom line because JMU said so. All right, it's hold. the bottom
1: line because Stone Cold Signetti said so.
0: Stone. <laughs> oh, that's that's amazing. Love that. Love that. But here's the thing, though. Can it's time he, to play
1: the game. It's time to play the game.
0: But can he? But can he? Can he? Uh, Can he smell what Jamie Chadwell is cooking down in Lynchburg? Yes. Yes, he can. Yes, he actually can. He actually can. Um, That
1: dog's going to eat whatever
0: (laughs) Jamie Chadwell is cooking. That's true. That's true. Uh, Speaking of which, it's time to play the game, uh, and not Triple H's game. It is the game, Ohio state Michigan. All right, uh, Ohio State travels down to or up to Ann Arbor uh, to take on the Michigan Wolverines. This is a battle for the Big Ten East, okay? And battle for a potential playoff spot as well. I would actually say this is a battle for the potential playoff spot. This is, whether you like it or not,
1: this game continues to be the most important game of the season. Because, as you said, not only is it a Big Ten East matchup, This spot determines who's going to the Big Ten championship game out of the East. Essentially, who's winning the Big Ten. Pretty much. Um, Who is going to the playoffs this year out of the – because both of these teams cannot get in. Yeah. Um, There is not enough room this year for a one-loss team to be into the playoffs.
0: Well, and here's what I'll say about that, Colt, is I think there is room for Ohio State to get into the playoffs. I do not think there is room for Michigan into the playoffs because – Michigan has to win out with their soft schedule that they yeah. had. There is no way that Michigan gets in with one loss. But for Ohio State, I believe there's a roundabout way for the Buckeyes to get in. Um, they play Penn State just like just like Michigan did. However, <clears throat> they also took on Notre Dame and beat Notre Dame earlier on in the year. And if they beat uh, – they also – and and that's about it (laughs) yeah that's about it let's let's uh, be
1: let's be real um none of these with the exception of maybe florida state none of these teams have played a tough schedule up at the top georgia uh, michigan ohio state michigan and ohio state the toughest game they have is themselves like michigan has to play ohio state every single year ohio state has to play michigan
0: outside of that ohio state and penn state that's it I agree. Um, Can Ryan Day right the ship in the game, or will he lose a third straight to the Wolverines?
1: Looking at the quarterback battle here, um, this is Kyle McCord versus J.J. McCarthy. J.J. McCarthy. I know this. I'm just waiting for it to load. Uh, Kyle McCord has 2,899 passing yards on the season, 22 touchdowns, and four interceptions. J.J. McCarthy has 2,335 passing yards on the season, 18 touchdowns, four interceptions. Ohio State's offense is overall more flashy than Michigan's. They rely a lot more on the uh, pass attack, <coughs> but surprisingly... Michigan's putting up more points in a game, 38.3 to Ohio State's 33.6. Ohio State's passing the ball more, 294 to Michigan's 238. But Michigan is dominating um, clock time and rushing yards, Uh, 171 versus Ohio State's 145. Both teams are averaging right at nine points allowed a game. Uh, both teams are averaging right at right around the 160 mark for passing coverage and uh, Michigan is allowing 90 rushing yards a game versus 108 for Ohio State
0: and here's something I think we should also take into effect or take in take into consideration during the game is Michigan a strong seasoned player led team mm-hmm. Ohio State also a strong team but, not as seasoned. They're yeah. not older. They're they not don't have like. C.J.
1: Stroud anymore.
0: Exactly. J.J. McCarthy, Blake Corum, these guys have been here since uh, Ohio since they f- first beat Ohio State three years ago. Okay? So Michigan's a little bit more seasoned. Yeah, they do got a lot of controversy going on right now with Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> you ain't lying. Um, for Ohio State, you're younger. This may be an opportunity to kind of like – Expose that a little bit. Are they? Are, is is Michigan? You know, they are seem to be more of a player led team than what than what we uh, we tend to thought or tend to think. But you know, um, also a lot of youth and a little bit of inexperience at Ohio State. Still a good team, obviously undefeated, eleven and zero, walking into the game. But will his, will they repeat themselves and lose in a cold, chilly, uh, windy game? In the big house. In the big house. Or will they come out on top as they have done so many times before? For Ryan Day, this is a big thing of can he get over the hump of beating Michigan or will he lose yet again to a interim head coach?
1: I think, and this is going to sound absolutely <laughs> insane, me saying this, I think if Ryan Day loses to Michigan here, he may be on the hot seat which is an insane thing to say about a program that's 11-0 and and possibly going to the playoffs I'll take even Ryan with one Day. loss. I'll take Ryan Day. <laughs> I'll take him too. Um, no, but that goes to show you how insane this rivalry is. Like, if, if you ask me, the best rivalry in college football is either the Iron Bowl between Alabama and Auburn. Obviously, this year it's a little less competitive, but overall records do not matter in that game. Um. In this game, normally they don't matter because they usually have the same freaking record. Um, I think that if Brian Day loses this game, he, you'll hear his name in hot seat rumors a little bit more, primarily due to the fact that this is the second year in a row that Ohio State's missed the playoffs because they lost this game. Well, but they, they went to the playoffs last year. No, excuse I was thinking about the year before. Oh, My yes, bad. Yeah, yeah. My bad.
0: It would be the second time that they missed the playoffs and shot at the Big 10 Big 10 title since because the, of this game. Yeah. yeah. This game is is incredible because they spend – like it is a it, like these 7 days are an are their own seat is its own season within itself. Yeah. These these entire 7 days Sunday through Saturday it is its own season within itself, which is great. It's awesome. But also, it puts a lot of pressure on these head coaches. Mm -hmm. For Jim Harbaugh, I don't think there's... I mean, there is obviously pressure. There's, But but he's not going to be there, is he? (laughs) Who knows? Obviously. But, I mean, he's not going to be on the hot seat if he loses one game to Michigan. Right. Or one game to Ohio State, I mean. No. Ryan Day, however... Yeah. A lot of that... Like, the rest of the country would look at that and go, oh my gosh, that's wild. Like, why would you fire a coach or maybe put him on the hot seat? But, like I just said... These seven days, this week, is its own season. And it is – and I don't blame them. I really don't blame them. After we lost to Pitt last year (laughs) – the Neil Brown. Fire man. Neil Brown. Fire Neil Brown. Think about when you lost to Alabama this year. You were ready to like. Let, oh yeah. Let, let Brian Kelly <laughs> I go. Said that. Yes. A few times. Um, it happens. It is. It, it 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 is because your rival is the most important person to beat. We'll, we'll talk about this later on. But Virginia Tech and Virginia, they are not having nationally recognized seasons whatsoever. Virginia is out of bowl contention. Virginia Tech has to win the Commonwealth Cup in order to go to a bowl game. Okay, That is its own season right there within itself. It is not, it's not. It's nationally who nobody really cares because yeah. it has no massive implications. But for the state of Virginia, that is massive. Yes. It is a big, big game. Okay, Rivalry games are what make college football college football because you talk so much smack throughout the entire season, and then you build up and you finally get here and it's like, all right, show's over. Let's prove it, yeah. you know? And so for Ryan Day, this is this is more than just great. You've had an 11-0 and 0 season, but th- this is the one that counts, okay? Yeah. This is the game that we care the most about. Yeah, we'll win a national championship, uh, which is also big, but you think about the game first – before the national title, before the Big Ten title. You, yeah. you want to beat Michigan for that time. You want to beat Michigan to get those opportunities.
1: And I think the thing that kills me the most about it, about this rivalry, is if Ohio State, and this is a massive if, so let's say Michigan beats Ohio State. Both teams still get in the playoffs. Yeah. Ohio State wins in the playoffs. Wins the Natty. There will be an asterisk next to that because they lost to this Michigan
0: team. Agreed. Agreed. Um however, picks for this game. Yes, after we went on a whole tangent. Um, um go ahead. I'm I'm going to pick Ohio State. I think they I think they snapped the streak and I'm going to pick I'm going to pick the buck guys in this. Owen
1: I'm picking Michigan.
0: Fair, fair. Ryan, honestly,
1: Ryan Day's never beat him.
0: But he even will. though,
1: even though Harbaugh is not on the seat, uh, not on the sideline in this game, I am picking the Michigan Wolverines. Um, moving on to our next matchup here, <sighs> the number 16 team in the nation plays the number six team in the nation. Both teams hail from the same state. This is Oregon State versus Oregon. The Mighty Beeves take on those darn ducks. No Mighty Ducks, just the darn ducks. This is in Eugene. Um, Go Beeves. Go Beeves. Yeah, we're I, we're we're biased here. Let's let's be real. We're not biased to our own teams, but go Beavs in this matchup. I think we're it is both an picking.
0: Awesome stadium,
1: we're both picking Oregon State.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> or not. Um, the, DJ Uyangle has two thousand four hundred eighteen yards passing on the season, twenty touchdowns, six interceptions. Bo Nix, three thousand five hundred thirty nine yards passing, thirty five touchdowns. Two interceptions. Slightly, you know, worse stat line than Jaden Daniels. As I mentioned, Oregon State is 16 in the nation. Oregon is six. Uh, Oregon is second in the Pac 12. Oregon State is fourth. Oregon is averaging more points in the game, more passing yards, more rushing yards, allowing fewer points, allowing fewer passing yards, and allowing fewer rushing yards. Oregon is the better team on paper.
0: However, you have Oregon State, my Pac-12 champions this year. However, no longer. (laughs) Because they cannot make it into the Pac-12 anymore. Yeah. I'm very sad. (laughs) I'm very sad. Um, They came close. They came close. However, they can play spoiler for Oregon. Um, This is another game that has massive implications on it. Because for Oregon, or number one for for Oregon, if they lose this game, their playoff hopes done gone. dashed. Their conference title hopes gone dashed. It'll be a Washington and Arizona Pac twelve championship game. That's wild. Is not that a wild statement to say? Okay, it is a wild statement to say. However, if Oregon wins this, if Oregon does not win this game. Okay, they just go to a good bowl, maybe maybe a, a, a nice a nice New Year six bowl. Okay, or something below that. For Oregon State, I would almost say that is on the line here. This is the last Civil War that you will get to play for a long time. If ever. Okay? This is another rivalry that's dying. And I hate to see it as someone who's been on on the receiving end of a dying rivalry, of a rivalry that died for 10 years. I hate to see it. I've had t- I had actually I take that back. I've had several of my rivalries died. Auburn died for us this year. Auburn died for you this year. Syracuse died for me. Virginia Tech died for me. Pitt died for, for me. okay? Ma- Ma- Maryland died for us as well. That was another big rival, okay? For Oregon State, you're losing your conference. It's just going to be you in Washington State. You are losing your biggest rival, your in-state rival, who's dominated you for a long time. All right? You don't have a Pac-12 title to play for. You don't have championship hopes to play for. But you have your own sanity and the history of this rivalry to play for. You have your own dignity to play for in this game. You win this game... You remain on top of the Civil War until you play it the next time, if there is ever a next time. They will remember you as the last one who won the Civil War, and arguably the one who was the best in the Civil War. The one who bested, who was the best in the Civil War. Now, obviously, that's not true. That won't be true factually. But if you win this one, they're going to view Oregon as, dang, Oregon just couldn't get it done in the Pac-12. They left, went to the Big Ten, and they couldn't. They couldn't. You know, their rival got the best of them. You can remain on top in the state of Oregon. You can flex on that for the state of Oregon. It's like, hey, you remember? You, you remember Oregon couldn't beat us. They couldn't beat us in the Civil War. They had to leave, go to the Big Ten. Okay, this is a massive, massive, massive. Uh, this is a massive, massive, massive rivalry for both of these teams. Oregon has a lot of has a lot of you know, gold on the line, so to speak, for this with their title, you know, with their title hopes in the Pac-12 and both nationally. For Oregon State, it's a lot of pride, man. Um, I've I've picked Oregon State all year. I've went with the beeves all year. I picked them to be the best team in the Pac-12. And this week, I've been thinking about it. I've been going back and forth, been looking at really good. Looking at how good Like Oregon is a really good team Very complete team They are Oregon State's not great in the pass. Okay They're allowing uh, 248 yards Passing the ball They're allowing opponents to rush for over 100 yards on average But you know what Throw it all out the window Because those beeves are chopping down the ducks What They're going to roll all over the ducks What They're going to Hey, they're not fixing turkey for Thanksgiving. They're going to be eating duck. Yeah. All right. The Oregon State Beavers are going to come out on top in this Civil War. I think
1: you said it best, um, honestly, when you were bringing up what Oregon and Oregon State are playing for in this game. For Oregon State, it is all about pride. There is no tomorrow for Oregon State. They are not playing for anything other than – a single win in the win column. Um, They've got more than one win, God knows, um, but Oregon is playing for their future. Pac-12 title aspirations, playoff aspirations, New Year's Six Bowl, possibly. While... I would love to pick the favored team in this matchup. Beavs are bringing it home. Go, Beavs. Go, Beavs. Why are we so emotionally invested in the Oregon State Beavers? I
0: have no idea. Like this came, this literally came out of nowhere. Came out of left field last season. You took it over. I passed the torch off to you. Apparently, you. Hey, but you caught it last year because they were good last year. I did not think they were going to be good. I genuinely thought they weren't going to be good. And I saw what they did last year. I saw how they handled Florida and Vegas uh, in their bowl game. And I just, I've been, ever since then, I've been really high on Oregon State. Very impressed. But I still. This we have no strings attached to this team whatsoever. No, they are literally, like
1: let, let's be really clear. They're not paying us. We've, we, I don't even know an Oregon State fan.
0: I don't know an Oregon. I know an Oregon fan, but I don't know an Oregon State fan. That's just I couldn't. I I could no not idea. name you
1: any alumni from Oregon State either. I don't think. I have no idea. Yeah,
0: I. It, 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 I could it, now. It, it, I could now, but it it makes no sense to me. Huh. I I genuinely have no idea why we are so atta- emotionally attached to Oregon State, but we really are. Yeah. Moving right on. <laughs> moving right along. <laughs> we still back, we, back as back much as yeah, as
1: much as we'd love to just talk about Oregon State for. Oh, we'll do one more. Go Beavs. Go Beavs. Um, moving back to the East Coast now. UNC. In the NC State Wolfpack, UNC Tar Heels, North Carolina State. While this would be a heck of a basketball game, threatens to be one heck of a football game. This rivalry is bloodthirsty on the hardwood. It's probably going to translate well over to the gridiron UNC and NC State both have studs at quarterback. Brennan Armstrong, not so much as Drake May. We saw what he did at UVA. He has not been able to replicate that. But Drake May on the season, 3,354 yards passing, 22 touchdowns, seven interceptions so far. Brennan Armstrong, 1,285 yards passing, eight touchdowns, six interceptions. Brennan Armstrong is mainly a scrambler. He leads the team in rushing yards at 522. At this point in the season, you would love to see that be north of 1,000. Um, not for a quarterback, for a running back. So some red flags there for NC State. Omarion Hampton for the season for the Tar Heels has 1,414 yards rushing. Um, Drake May leads the Tar Heels in touchdowns with 30. Brennan Armstrong leads the Wolfpack for 14. Again, this is one of those where, on paper, these teams pretty well even. UNC has the better offense. NC State has the better defense. UNC can run the ball. They can throw the ball. They can score the ball. NC State prevents you from running the ball, scoring the ball, and throwing the ball. This... Is in Wayne Day Family, or this is on Wayne Day Family Field at Carter Finley Stadium in Raleigh, North Carolina. The Wolfpack is back, and they're causing mass destruction. Go NC State.
0: I will also go with the Wolfpack as well. NC State's uh, just effort last week was uninspiring. Um, especially on a Clemson that was a down year, you absolutely could have taken that, had the opportunity to maybe make a run for the title game, maybe, you know, up your standing a little bit. But Wolf but the but NC State, the Wolfpack have had a comeback season, really. Uh, you know, they didn't look great at the beginning of the year and now they've turned it around to an eight win season. They could win nine games if they beat NC State or if they beat North Carolina. And then if they go on to win their bowl game and be ten and three, are you kidding me? What a turnaround. What a turnaround for the Wolfpack. Um, yeah, give me the Wolf Pack as well. I'm gonna pick NC State. I think in I think uh, UNC is just having a rough time right here at the end of the season. Somebody who had a lot of gas right there at the beginning of the year and then this and then tampered off towards the end. I agree. Um Brendan Armstrong, again, doesn't look great throwing the ball on paper, uh, but running the ball, I feel much more secure with him uh, in that load of running backs in the backfield. Now to the game that you did not want to cover. I did not want to cover this game because I genuinely don't think it's going to be a good one, but that's just me.
1: And that's completely and totally fair. It
0: probably won't be a good one,
1: but this is one of those games where – one team, you cannot rely on win-loss records in this game. We've seen it happen before both ways. Uh, back when Auburn was competing for the national championship, Alabama upset them twice, if I'm not mistaken, um, separated by a year because they'd never had a longer winning streak than that. And Auburn has upset Alabama six. Several times during the dynasty year. Alabama is first in the SEC West. Auburn is fifth in the SEC West. Alabama's putting up more points in the game, passing the ball more. Auburn's running the ball more. And Alabama is allowing fewer points 17.4 to Auburn's 21.5. Both teams are uh, allowing right at 210 passing yards. Alabama's giving up 117 on the ground. Auburn's giving up 160. Jalen Milrow has 2,267 passing yards on the season. Peyton Thorne for the Tigers has 1,580 passing yards on the season. Um, Peyton Thorne also has 17 touchdowns with a team lead there for the Tigers. Jalen Milrow has 31. However... Alabama leads this rivalry 49 to 37. They've tied one time in 87 meetings. The largest margin of victory, Alabama 55 to nothing, all the way back in 1948. Alabama had the longest win streak at nine from 1973 to 1981. The current win streak is Alabama at three and Alabama will stretch that to 4. I'm picking the Crimson Tide.
0: You're kidding me. I thought you were going to go with with the with the Tiger. I thought you I thought you were going to pick Auburn when we picked this game. I, I'm sorry, Jay. I'm sorry. I thought you were going to pick Auburn. No. You're not petty. In
1: this matchup, Alabama is winning.
0: I mean, I agree with you. I'm also going to pick the Tide, and mostly because Hugh Freeze got to the po- step to the podium today and said that there's still a fog over his team after the New Mexico State lost, which, by the way, 31 to 10, the Aggies beat the beat War Eagle. Uh,
1: yeah, no, Auburn is not at a place right now to compete in this game at all. I do think that it is going to be a better game than what we are accustomed to seeing from the Auburn Tigers. Um, but no, Bama's winning. I hope they don't. I genuinely hope they don't, but Bama's winning. I'm a broken man.
0: Wow, okay. I may be a broken man next game we talk about.
1: Yeah. <sighs> Owen, a game that we both have a lot of history with. It's the Commonwealth Cup.
0: It is the Commonwealth Cup. Virginia Tech, UVA
1: for those of you who don't know, are basically last in the ACC. Um, As you alluded to earlier, Virginia Tech is competing for bowl eligibility in this matchup. They have to win this game to go bowling. UVA is 11th in the ACC, not competitive whatsoever. Uh, Calandria, their starting quarterback, has 1,715 passing yards on the season, 11 touchdowns and eight interceptions. Uh, who is that? That is Ch- 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 Kyron Drones. Dope last name. Kyron Drones for Tech has 1,750 yards passing, 12 touchdowns, three interceptions. Tech has the better offense, 26.2 points a game versus UVA's 23.8. UVA throws the ball a little bit more, 273 to 221. However, Tech makes it up on the ground, 168 to 124. Um, and Virginia Tech has the better defense by a long shot. <sighs> I really do not like talking about this game. Like, I understand the importance of the Commonwealth Cup, but I just, I've never been able to get into it. I think both teams are in a down year.
0: Um, Let's be honest here Virginia's always in a down year. Yeah. UVA, not JMU. Yeah, Uh,
1: these teams have 103 total meetings. Virginia Tech leads 60 to 38. Um, Virginia Tech has won the last two matchups, 2022 present. Um, Virginia Tech also had the longest win streak, 15 total, 2004 to 2018. Straight. Straight. We all remember that. (laughs) Yeah, because Virginia Tech fans wouldn't stop talking about it.
0: Um, here's what I'll say about UVA Yes, Virginia Tech is 5-6 and six With Kyron Drones They finally got the quarterback situation figured out um, And I think part of, part of that was uh, Grant Wells was not as mobile As they would have liked uh, Was not super accurate with the football Just overall was not a great quarterback Not even a relatively good quarterback Kyron Drones better a Little bit, Is not afraid to run with the ball a little bit He's a little bit more mobile um, and they And that's really helped Tech win some games However, I would argue to you that UVA is the best 3-8 team in the country. They, they've had multiple, multiple one-possession games that they've lost. They lost to JMU. Go Dukes. Go Dukes. 36-35, uh, one-score game. <clears throat> they lost to uh, NC State, 24-21, close game they lost to Boston College 2427 another one possession game they beat North Carolina 3127 in a wild wild upset they lose to Miami 26 to 29 and they lost to Louisville 34 or I'm sorry 24 to 21 now that was a two possession game but for a long time 24 31 24 31 now that was a two posse- that's a two possession game there but for, for
1: hmm. No, that's one. one. You can get the touchdown and a two points. Oh, that's right. Point. That's
0: right. I'm sorry. I apologize. It is a one possession game. Oh, another one possession game that they lose, and then they beat Duke twenty-seven to thirty. That is one, two, three, four, five. That's five games you can take off the schedule right now. Okay, if they win those five games, Cole, that's eight and three. Eight and three. That's a, that's that's just their schedule. That's that, that's yep. their record reversed. If they flip, if they flip those games, even if even if they only flip three of those games, they're bowl eligible. They're six and four, going to win. They're they're go, they're going to go playing a bowl game. Okay. UVA may be on this track, and this is part of a rebuild. I've heard this said before, and I want your thoughts on it. You at first when you start a rebuild, you lose big. You get blown out a lot. And and be honest, UVA has. They lost big to Tennessee, lost big to Maryland, they lost big to Georgia Tech. Okay? Oh. That's three games that they got blown out in. Okay. Not bad. All right. Um granted you don't want to get blown out three times in a year. Especially but, not by,
1: you know, Georgia Tech. Especially not by Georgia
0: Tech. Sometimes you win some, you lose some. Okay? It happens to the best of us. You'll get that on the bigger jobs. You will. Um, I'd be like first, getting blown you out get by blown Vandy. Out. Do what?
1: I'd be like getting blown out by Vandy.
0: Oof. I wonder if that's happened.
1: Mm. Maybe in baseball.
0: I'm definitely in baseball. Definitely mm. in baseball. Anyways. Sorry. UVA. First, you start out with the rebuild. You lose big. You get blown out a ton. All right? Then you start to lose Small. This is where UVA's at, okay? Then you start to win small or win close games. You start to win those 50-50 games. If it comes down to it, you're going to win the 50-50 games, all right? And then eventually you start winning big. You're, you're the one blowing teams out, not getting blown out, okay? And that's when a, when a good team becomes a great team. And that's when, the re, that's when you know the rebuild has worked, when the rebuild is getting there. It's a possibility that UVA, we could be seeing them be a three the best three and eight team because they've only lost those 50 50 games next year we could see this reverse and they be eight and three being the being one of the better teams in the state of Virginia absolutely now they're no Jmu mind you but right um also
1: shout out Madison messenger yes
0: yeah, shout out yeah, messenger. shout out Messi. and I understand that he said he was looking for ba- looking forward to basketball season this football season for UVA but you know what um, as it stands, West Virginia was tied with UVA and basketball. So, uh, oh, never mind. Never, We're not going to talk about that. Speaking of 50-50 games, West Virginia just lost to UVA 56-54. <laughs> Huggy Bear, what have you done to us? Anyways, because of this, this is going to be a 50-50 game. I genuinely believe this is going to be a 50-50 game. And I believe Virginia makes it really sweet and they knock off their in-state rival, and they go 4-8 on the year, and keep Tech from going bowling. Give me the Wahoos.
1: While the storyline is compelling for UVA to win this matchup, Tech is the better team. Not necessarily at passing the ball, but they score more points, they don't turn the ball over as much. They have a better defense. Gimme the chokies.
0: Would would the JMU fan like to uh utter his sentiment? That's what I thought. Gimme the chokies. Boo. Boo.
1: Boo. Thank you, Jay.
0: It's funny that he said chokies because it's almost like he experienced choking himself last Saturday.
1: No, Jay, don't leave. Don't leave. No. My Go back, Jay. Come back. The keys are in my truck. You can we, just take that. We, hey, don't make. No. That's not right. We've, we've I co- did
0: nothing to you. That we've, was all Owen. We've, we've caused the booth to walk out and quit on us.
1: Just like Jay. Jamie walked out and quit on Ooh. the field on Saturday. <laughs>
0: He said, "Just like JMU walked out and quit during the last <laughs> second.
1: Yeah, he's gone after all that right, one. He's
0: gone. Uh, oh. No track. No, no. We just we we kid at yeah. JMU fans. We kid. We all know you are the superior program in the state of Virginia. Go Dukes. Go Dukes. Oh, oh! All right, getting on to games that we are also emotionally invested in. Yeah. Uh. Wow, we only disagreed on two games on that one. I know, that's a little a little bad. That's all right. Um, West Virginia travels down to Waco, Texas to take on the Baylor Bears. The Baylor Bears are having a rough, rough, rough year this year. They are currently 13th in the Big 12. Dave Aranda, what are you doing, man? I know, West Virginia is uh, currently 5th in the Big 12. Uh, how about that 14th placing? <laughs> Suck it. I got two words for you, Big 12. Two words. Not last. <laughs> nah nah. Anyways, uh Baylor is currently 3 and 8 on the year. Wow, West Virginia is 7 and 4 winning their 7th game last week against Cincinnati. Uh Blake Shapen for the Bears is 20 over a little over 2100 yards passing, 13 touchdowns, 3 interceptions. Garrett Green is 1,900 yards passing, 13 touchdowns, and four interceptions. Uh, Honestly, West Virginia is putting up more points in this game. They're putting up over 31 points a game compared to Baylor's 22. Pass yards, though, Baylor is throwing the ball 289 yards a game on average, Okay, whereas West Virginia is throwing it 202. However, however, West Virginia is rushing the ball for 233 yards on average and only allowing 27 points a game, okay? However, Baylor is better with defending the pass with 243, 244 uh, yards compared to West Virginia's 257. It scares me a little bit that Baylor's doing pretty decent through the year. Not going to lie, okay? It's a little scary, a little scary. However, we are really – doing really well defending the rush, giving up only on giving up on average about 147 yards to Baylor's 179. So that bodes well for us. I think for each team they are attacking the weakness of each defense. Baylor is going to be attacking our secondary whereas West Virginia will be attacking the front seven. Baylor has just fallen off a cliff from 2 years ago winning the Big 12 to this year being second to last in the conference. I just I don't I don't understand it. Uh, Garrett Green total on the year has 24 touchdowns compared to Blake Shapin, who's got 17. Do, uh, CJ Donaldson stud has got over 700. Uh, it's over, a grown man. Grown man. That's how a grown man runs football. All right. He's got 775 yards rushing on the season compared to Dominic Richardson who's only got 494. I look for this to be the same type of game that uh, West Virginia had against Cincinnati. I, I genuinely believe that we'll we'll do okay. However, um, if we kind of go up, down, up at to end the season, I don't know how great I feel about that. I want a classic cheat code. Yeah. Um. I, I <laughs> thank you, Jay.
1: Right, left, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, LBLB, uh, select start.
0: Dude, do video games even have cheat codes anymore? Yes, they do. They do? Red okay. Dead had some. Red Dead had cheat codes? Interesting. Okay. Uh, are, I they did. Just, are they just called mods now? Well, I mean, both.
1: Like, you can mod a game to make it easier, but Red Dead had cheat codes. Uh, GTA always has cheat codes. Call of Duty never had cheat codes. Yeah, I mean Konami code still works in some games uh, today. Like in Bio- in the Bioshock series, I don't know. This is a tangent. In the Bioshock series, if you do the Konami code, that's the only way to unlock the hardest difficulty setting.
0: Oh wow, interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, back to football. Yeah. Sorry.
1: Um, anyway, huh, I'm not a nerd. It huh. would be football.
0: It would, <laughs> Sports. It, it would be really difficult uh, to end the season. On a seven and five, eight and five, win, um, and possibly, and I really, I, I really don't want this to happen. I would love to see a nine and four win, nine and four total on the year. Win the beat Baylor and win the bowl game. Would really love. Well, to see I mean, see that's that not
1: going to happen because West Virginia, and LSU are playing.
0: That would be honestly, hey, but here is the thing, Cole. If we're eight and four and LSU's eight and four, you know the, what that means? Alamo Bowl, baby. It, it means you lost to Texas A M. Okay, just just throwing okay. that out there.
1: Yep. Which is also not gonna happen. We'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah.
0: Um back to West Virginia. Back to West Virginia. Okay. Uh looking better. We had a terrible game against Oklahoma. Should have been better. But honestly, we've blown our last like the last uh, five opponents, we've beat we've blown off we've blown three of them out. We lost to Oklahoma State 48 forty eight thirty-four, blew out UCF forty one twenty-eight, blew out BYU thirty-seven seven. Got blown out by Oklahoma, fifty-nine to twenty, and then blew out Cincinnati, forty-two to twenty-one. Those last two touchdowns were in garbage time. Okay, uh, Baylor is currently on a four-game losing streak, losing to Iowa State, Houston by one point, losing to Kansas State, and then also losing to TCU. Yeah. Um, for West Virginia, some things that I look for in this game is. Um, Run the ball like you've been doing all year. And Garrett Green, play lights out. Play like you did last week, man. You played great football. Do it again. Uh, but I, he can do it. He absolutely can do it. Oh, yeah. Um, get us to eight wins. That looks great on the year. Saves – will honestly save Neil Brown his job. Um, even if we lose the bowl game, making it an eight-and-five year. I, I don't think win totals are uh, – I, I don't think win totals will necessarily win, keep allow you to keep your job but we'll see we'll see what rin baker does maybe he's really happy with eight and four maybe he doesn't feel good about eight and four i don't know i don't know um for west virginia again you don't want to end up going seven and six and losing to baylor and the bowl game i think that one puts neil brown a little bit more on the hot seat yeah we'll see what happens i really don't want that to happen i really don't want it to happen but but we'll we'll see um Again, West Virginia keep running the ball. With C.J. Donaldson, uh, that front seven, keep it golden, keep it good. It's They're playing really well. And, and get us to a bowl game, and we'll see how the, what the offseason does, what changes we may make. Um, yeah, you've seen Baylor's having a down year. They're currently 3-8. and eight. They're not in bowl contention. They're not going to take anybody out of bowl contention. Uh, just may put a damper on bowl season for the Mountaineers if they do beat them. With that being said, oh, 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 odds, odds. Let me give you the odds. Uh, currently, uh, West Virginia has a 73% chance of winning this game. The spread, at best. Do what?
1: 73% at best.
0: 73% at best. Um, West Virginia, I don't know why you said at best, but okay. Uh, well, I mean,
1: like, you know, at least West Virginia knows.
0: West Virginia, <laughs> they know. They <laughs> know. Um, <laughs> Uh the odds to win this game currently the spread is in favor of the Mountaineers by nine and a half.
1: Owen. You could have stopped talking as soon as you said West Virginia Baylor play. Go Ears. Thank you. Thank you. Go ears. I I love I love me some Dave Aranda. Um I still wish that he would come back and coach at LSU at some point. Who knows? Maybe this is the loss to get him there. Um but no. Uh Give me the Mountaineers in this matchup. West Virginia is the better team, hands down. Um, Even though this is in Waco, give me the Ears. Go Ears. Go Ears. All right. A little sad here on the Panther Pride. I'm not even going to lie to you. Jimbo's gone. Jimbo Fisher is out of here. Max Johnson is considered day-to-day for an undisclosed Injury. Johnson has so far missed his previous two games for the Texas A&M Aggies. I'm trying to see who their backup is. Hold on, because I don't want to give you—you
0: you re- don't want to fumble, right? No, you just want to—you just want to get a delay a game. Uh,
1: Max Johnson is their passing leader on the year with the most passing yards and touchdowns. I'm trying to see who they started against. Jalen Henderson. Mm. Jalen Henderson on the season has thrown for 410 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. Number 16 for the Texas A&M Aggies. LSU is rolling into this game on the hottest offense in college football. Jane Daniels for Heisman, 3,577 yards passing, 36 touchdowns, four interceptions on the year. Points per game, LSU's blown them out, 46.8 to 34.5, LSU by a million. 351 passing yards, 218 rushing yards. Texas A&M has a better defense, 19 opposing points a game, 205 passing yards allowed, and 102 rushing yards. Amari Daniels is the Aggies' leading rusher, uh, 505 on the season for him uh, on the ground. Jay Daniels is our leading rusher, 1,014 yards rushing. Uh, combined, that is 4, and. Ninety-one yards on the season for Jaden Daniels. Uh, Malik Neighbors is still an absolute monster, 1,424 uh, receiving yards so far this season. And Jaden Daniels has 46 touchdowns this year. 36 through the air. 36 through the air, 10 on the ground. Harold Perkins still an absolute dog. We saw him come out against the Arcan- uh, against Arkansas last year. He's now leading the team in sacks on the season. He has five. <sighs> Owen, oh, I I don't know what you want me to say here. I mean, like to me, it's an obvious pick. LSU has the better offense. Our defense is Swiss cheese. They have kind of a question. At quarterback, uh, Henderson has thrown for four touchdowns and one interception. Yeah, but he's only averaging 200 yards a game, and he's only started two games. Um, LSU's favored by 11. It might as well be by a million. Blow them out. Run them up. Go
0: ahead. Say what you are going to say. Here's the concern that I have for LSU. Mm Mm-hmm. It is, one of them is not Jaden Daniels. That what? obviously will put him on – he will put LSU on his shoulders and win you the game. Yeah. However, this is the best defense you have faced all year. You've played Alabama. And we know how it went against Alabama. Yeah. Okay. They only give up 19 points a game. They only give up 206 passing yards a game. And they only give up 102 rushing yards a game. Now they can't back it up. They only put 34 points on the board. They do pass for 273 and 100 and rush for 145. Okay. And they have not faced the best offense in the SEC, that being LSU. However, their offense may be able to do enough to win win them the game. Owen, this- they are They are without a head coach. They have an interim They have fired Jimbo Fisher.
1: Who's this guy named Interim? Why does he keep popping up on this pro? Oh, wait.
0: Mm. Um, It is is coach firing and hiring season. Um, So we'll see. We shall see. However, LSU finishes the year out strong. They do not lose to Texas A&M two years in a row. Go Tigers. Thank you. Had you sweating there for a little, a
1: little bit. bit. Uh, no, the point I was going to make is this Texas AM team, back when we thought Miami was still like relevant. Miami. Uh, the U beat them 48 33 this year. That's all I'm going to say. There you go. There and that's you all go. I
0: got to say about that. That's all I got to say about that.
1: No, uh, I am genuinely terrified for this matchup. This is the same Texas AM team who uh, lost by three points to Ole Miss. Hey, that sounds. Oh. Ooh, you bamboozled, bamboozled, bamboozled yourself. Bam-foo-foo. I bamboozled. Uh-huh.
0: I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: Um, I think that's going to wrap us up here. Um, everyone, please have a very happy Thanksgiving from us to uh, your families. From
0: our family to yours. <laughs> from
1: our family to yours. Um. No, genuinely, hope everyone has a great Thanksgiving. Uh, We will catch you guys on Sunday, uh, recapping everything leading up to championship weekend.
0: Yep. Uh, For that, I am Owen Sapanik.
1: My name's Cole Connor.
0: And thank you for listening to the Panther Pod.